people think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. And here we are again. Once again, the name of our show is... Kidney Talks. I'm Stephen First. (laughs) And I'm Lori Hartwell. And you know Lori, and you know me by now. Okay, we're here, and we're going to have another great show. One of my favorite subjects, dating, sex, desperate housewives. Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) Here we go. Hey, how was your week, Lori? It was great. Um, You know, I saw a fabulous movie this last weekend um, called In Her Shoes. In Her Shoes. In Her Shoes. is with Cameron Diaz and Shirley MacLaine. Oh, yes. And I think it's... I don't know. I just love the whole message that it portrayed, and I would recommend that people rent it and watch it. In her shoes. In her shoes. Any particular kind of shoes or? Well, no. I mean, I actually do like the shoes that they have uh-huh. on the show because they're high heels, and Lord knows I could use a little height. But um, You it, are it, rather short, aren't I'm you? I'm taller than I look. You are Just let me make that very clear. You are. Yes. Um, you could I be think... like one of the Keebler elves. <laughs> Keebler elves. Right, you I'm know four them. foot ten and a half. Are okay? you that tall? Yes, four foot ten and a half. So you, speaking of dating, a perfect match. You and Danny DeVito. <laughs> He's not my type. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. My week. You know, my week started off um, kind of bad, but it got good. I was stopped by a police officer for a traffic violation. What did you do? Uh, you know, I just you know something's you know. I don't know what I did. You know, I went through a red light or something. I, you know, who knows? You know, they're always stopping people there's, for there, no there's, reason. There's better ways to promote organ donation well, than I reading know, red lights. I know. But, you know, and, and I go there and I try to get out of the ticket and, you know, I start crying. It didn't work. And then I thought, hey, I've got a catheter. I'll just leave my shirt open a little bit, let him see the catheter. He'll feel really sorry for me. He probably thought you were a drug addict. Yeah, he just—he <laughs> gave me another ticket for indecent exposure. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, my week was better than your week. It was. But, it is. You know what? I, speaking of dating and everything, I know that not all of you listening out there are getting through life with a partner by your side. I was—I'm very fortunate uh, to be married for 30 years. Uh, you know. I've yes. had four different wives, but it adds up to 30 years. <laughs> and uh, and you're, you're married. Yes, I've been uh, happily married for almost nine years. Almost nine years. and uh, But many of you are relying on your parents and your friends, your siblings and everything. But a diagnosis of chronic kidney disease does not mean that you cannot enjoy all the pleasures that life has to offer, such as dating, marriage. Yes. Big Macs. No, no, hey. sorry. Hey, I met my husband when I was given an organ donor awareness speech, and um, really? he actually became, you know, you he, know he became was giving very interested. aware of you. He did become very aware of me, and uh, my first question was, you know, as he was making the moves, because, you know, he was trying to position himself next to me and sit next to me at a meeting. And, um, you know, he turned out to be a great guy, so I, I do 
um, think this topic is so important because for so many years, I was searching for love with a chronic kidney with chronic kidney disease on the internet and, and stuff. Yeah, actually, you know, I did some of the inner. I mean, we're going to talk today about the different ways that people are meeting. I mean, you know, emails are replacing phone calls, and the internet is replacing the di- you know the blind date. I mean, it, truly a blind date. You don't see them till you meet them. People lie so much on the internet anyway. You know, I know they do. They do lie, but I think there's a lot of I know a lot of people who've actually met somebody through the internet. So I'm I think it's a great idea to meet people. And um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to meet people and it doesn't have to be that difficult, but you have to get out there and try. And uh, it's like anything else. Yes. You know, you can't if you want a job, you gotta go out there and, and, and try. But you know, you just have to get out there and uh, you know, have a positive attitude and realize that you're not damaged goods and that you have a lot of lot to offer. And uh, it's very important that, you know, there's no reason that you can't find lasting love in spite of having chronic kidney disease. And, you know, I think it all it takes is kind of like a positive attitude. It does take a positive attitude. And here we're going to be talking to today, we're going to, we have two special guests. Um, one of them is— Not uh, just guests, but what kind of guest? Special guest. Special guest. Very special guest. And, the, you know, we'll be speaking with Jenny Huey, who is on peritoneal dialysis. I and love Jenny Huey. She, she's, love her. I love her, she too. She was in the PEP film project that we yes, did. Yes, she's one of the PEP speakers, she and she's, she's phenomenal. She actually leads off the tape. Is, she's great. And then we'll be speaking to Mike Herrera. Who's I kid. love Mike Herrera. <laughs> I love him. I have no idea who he is, but you, I love him. You don't introduce me that way. Oh, well. <laughs> and maybe we can make some kind of perfect match when we come back. Exactly. Sounds great. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. Oh, I just love pretzels. Let's, let me see here. One serving is six pretzels? What, are they kidding me? Who only ate six pretzels? I have to stay on my renal diet. I know. I can bite part of one pretzel, then bite the side of another pretzel, and then I hook them together, and I can count that as one pretzel. Mm. Boy, that was good. You know what I love now? A big gulp. Now if I fill it up halfway, and then drink it, and refill it to the top, now that won't count towards my daily fluid intake. Or will it? Make the connection. Eating high-sodium foods makes you thirsty, which will make you retain more fluids. Do you want to share a tip on how to stay within your fluid limit? Email us at kidneytalk at rsnhope.org, and we'll let our listeners in on your different tips. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. Like I told everyone, we have our first victim, I mean guest, today on our show (laughs) about dating single. And this is a very young, attractive lady. And her name is Jenny Huey. And Jenny, please tell us about yourself and and what your relationship is to, you know, Kidney Talk. Okay. Um, hi, Steve. Hi, Lori. Um, 
My name is Shenny Huey. I am on peritoneal dialysis. Um, it's running on two and a half years now. I lost my kidney in December of 03. And, um, it was How did you a, lose your kidney? They don't know. They don't know what caused the rejection. So when were you diagnosed with kidney disease? When I was two years old. Wow, we have that in common. Yes, nephrotic syndrome. Oh, oh, oh I, I misunderstood you. I thought you just you lost your kidney at 2003, but you, you, you've had kidney disease since you were two. Yes. Oh, oh okay, okay. I, I misunderstood that. Yes, my, that was my second transplant that I lost in December of 03. Um, yes, so the when I was two, I lost both my kidneys from nephrotic syndrome. Um, my dad, both my mom and dad tested and my dad was almost a perfect match and he went through the nine months of testing and I had his kidney for eight years. It gave me eight years of a somewhat normal life and then I got very sick and I rejected his kidney and I was on peritoneal dialysis for most of my high school experience, which is interesting enough, especially— Wow, that must be really interesting. Can be. Can make for some fun stories. And uh, April 19 of um, 96, I I was having lunch with all my friends. It was kind of a ditch day at our high school, but we still had to be on campus, so you, you do the math on that one. And we were sitting around, and my friend tells me that my— dad is behind me. And I thought, I know I couldn't have done anything that bad that my dad's coming to see me now. And he goes, get your stuff, Jenny, get your stuff. They have a kidney for you. And it was the, I couldn't have been more petrified at that very moment, but it was also probably the most exciting call that you can get. And that was your second transplant. This was my second transplant. And these are like mixed emotions there, right? Yeah. Scared out of my mind, but no more, hopefully, no more peritoneal dialysis. And it turned out to be a, a great match. I had that kidney for seven and a half years, and um, it allowed me to go to college and, you know, do hopefully do what other adults were doing at the time. And um, Now, did your friends in high school know that you were a kidney patient with peritoneal? Only my closest friends did. It wasn't something that I announced to everybody, um, mm-hmm. but they were very supportive, and uh, my parents made it so I had a very normal high school experience, which was wow. great. It could have been something that could have been catastrophic, but it never was. But they there was were, no belly button rings for you then, right? Not till later. Uh-huh. <laughs> not till later. <laughs> now, now, was it difficult dating growing up? And, and, and tell us a little bit now about what your dream date is and what your dating experience is. A dream date. Um, I mean, well, is it somebody who else is on peritoneal? I mean, you know. <laughs> no, I, it, you know, I haven't. I don't run into a lot of people that are on peritoneal dialysis. But um, my dream date is to meet that nice guy that will understand where I'm coming from, will understand the kidney situation, um, can accept me for me and all my medical craziness and. Um, you know, just going about, you know, on the town, having a good time, just like is anybody that, else. Is that your biggest fear about dating? Is it? Is it? Is it the fact that you're a kidney patient? Is you think that's your biggest fear? It is. It's because it's always, it's always going to be something that will have to be brought up um, eventually, and some people aren't understanding of it. Some people yes. don't want to deal with it, 
And there are others that are compassionate enough to sit down and listen. You know, the blessing, though, is, Jenny, having lived with kidney disease and went through the whole process of dating a lot of, lack of better terms, jerks, I'll just call them. Um, You know, there's a guy here in the room with you. (laughs) You know, you tell them you have kidney disease and they leave skid marks. I mean, that's really the problem. But the good news is, is that it keeps the jerks away from you. Well, tell them and you, you have STD up, and you see how fast they go. <laughs> and you, you meet the nice people who really want to get to know you. That's true. So, um, you know, I feel very blessed that I think my kidney disease kept a lot of heartache away from me because of the fact that, you know, they didn't want to deal with it. And it, and it, it taught me what real relationships mm-hmm. were. You do learn very fast who your friends are um, and, you know, who's going to stick by you and who's going to love you for you and everything that comes with it, the whole package. But it is difficult when you're sitting alone on a Saturday night and the phone's not ringing and uh, you're waiting for somebody that you just met to call and they don't. And then you automatically assume it's because you have, I I don't know, I did. You automatically assume it's because you have kidney disease. Or you can be at a party or you can be on that dream date and you're like, well, sorry, I got to cut this short. I got to go home and hook up. Well, how do you, I mean, are you're dating right now. Yes. And, you know, how do you tell a date? I mean, what when do you think is the right time to tell somebody you have kidney disease? Yeah, that's disease? interesting. I mean, you, you tell them on the first date, the third date, you know? It, you know what? It's it's really dependent upon you and the person you're with. It's, um, it's very um, – I've sometimes I don't say anything until maybe the second, third date. Sometimes I've brought it up right away just to, you know, kind of put it on the table. But – I think it's important that they know eventually. And how do exactly. they react? I mean, are they, when you tell, when you're on a date, let's say your third date. So if somebody asks you out on a third date, that means they really like you, you know? Exactly. And uh, I mean, when, when do you, I mean, when you tell them that you're on dialysis, what's, what are, the, what are some of the reactions? So <laughs> the reactions, um, so how does that work? Oh, you gotta, oh, you gotta go home and hook up for 10 hours. You've got to be on a machine for 10 hours. Who does it, does anybody in your family want to donate a kidney? What can I do? You know, really? is there? Yeah, I've, I've actually. Oh, yeah. One of the <laughs> things looking. that I found though is that uh, I learned that the proper time to tell somebody that you have chronic kidney disease is in the course of who you are. And when I first started dating, I mean, it would be like my first thing out of my mouth, and I don't think that's really a good idea because of the fact that. Um, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, you know, I don't think I'm worthy, and let me tell you why on the first date. Yeah. And I think that that's really important that you share all your other gifts and then, oh, by the way, I have kidney disease. Because if you make that the central focus of your life, I mean, people are going to reject you because that's how you perceive yourself as a kidney patient. And we're not kidney patients. We are kidney patients, but that's about the 20th thing on the list. We have so many other gifts and talents. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Have you found that? It's um, – it, uh, I've I found that, like you said, it may not be the best idea to tell them, you know, right off the bat that you're a kidney patient. But, again, you, you go back to that idea that it really depends on you and the person you're with. And if they can't accept you for what's going on and your medical situation, then – you know, it's not meant to be. You know what? Something I always did on a date, though. I always tried to find out what kind of health insurance they had. Because <laughs> my definition of a real man is what kind of health plan he has. Um, I think that's really important. Are, are they shocked that you're a kidney patient? I mean, are, do they, they, they say, they say um, wow, you don't look like a kidney patient. It's The funny thing is, is that um, 
The only thing that would throw anybody off is because I'm petite. Mm-hmm. But um, I've had I've had you know I'll go out and sometimes my tube will fall out and that's that could be embarrassing. That can exactly. be. What's that? What, what, what did you do when that happened? What did you say? This is this is part of who I am. I'm on dialysis. I can't because once it's out, you can't really hide it. Well, you can <laughs> say this is this is how I drink cocktails sometimes. Yeah. You know, you just stick it in yeah. a drink and start sucking up the later. martini. <laughs> now, let me yeah. when you when you date, do you do you are you discriminating? I mean, do you only date people of that could be a possible match to you or? <laughs> We were, Lori and I were actually having this conversation last week. You know, am I that desperate to kill somebody on the first date or something like that? No, but <laughs> that would be a plus. Well, actually, you know, my husband's the same blood type as I am. I didn't know that. But, you know, hey, um, you can't have too many people lined up to be donors, in my opinion. So, so if you find out their health plan and their blood type. Um, they're in. <laughs> it, they're in. I know. It, it is. It's uh, Well, let me ask you something. Um, do you Have you heard of? There's this, these new ways of dating now. There's speed dating. There's practice dating. you got to, like, practice. Have you heard about this practice dating where you actually go out and practice with, like, a friend? I don't need any practice. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how to date. It is important to practice. But have you? how do you meet people nowadays? Uh, I meet people through friends, just trying to go out, trying to live that normal life, finding normal people. Um, That's good enough practice. Okay. <laughs> I always like to skip right to the practice sex, don't you? Uh-oh, now we're getting gritty. Um, yeah, but yes, I've heard of the speed dating. I've heard of online dating. I have not tried any of those, but I think they're good ideas, you know, to you know, to each his own. Well, yeah, it's it's a little bit easier for you because you're young and you have a whole network of friends. But, you know, it can be difficult if you don't have those avenues. Absolutely. For, for many people. But you got to get out there and practice. Yes. I mean, what, what is your dream date? Like if somebody was listening right now, they're like, oh, my God, I am just in love with her. I can tell. What kind of date would they have to take you on? The, to? Dream, the dream date is, first of all, we would have to sit down and have a conversation. If I can't talk to somebody... If we're if we're not connecting mentally, then it's a no go. So that's a plus if you can talk to somebody because looks will only get you so far. And um, as far as I, honestly, it's been it's a little harder now for me to like do a lot of um, physical activity. So I like if I can going to the beach, going to see a movie if we can, renting movies. Um, like anybody else. Exactly. Yeah. She's a kidney yeah. person. Run. You know what? I'm feeling outnumbered here, so we need to bring another guy in here. I, so I, when we come back, right. we're going to talk to who? We're going to be talking to Mike Herrera. I love Mike uh, Herrera. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that I have mastered Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers, how many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick? Let's see what my next challenge will be. It's in here somewhere. Hmm. Say this three times fast. Fistula First feels fantastic for future fitness. Fistula First feels fantastic for future fitness. Fistula First feels fantastic for future fitness! Now if I only knew what that means. A fistula should be your first choice for your dialysis access. It says here, less infection and less hospitalizations. That's good. Yes, yes, yes. Lasts longer. Some patients have had their fistula for more than 30 years? Oy. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Fistula first feels fantastic for future fitness. 
For more information, please visit fistulafirst.org. Do it now. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. Now we're back. Yeah. We're I back with it. my Carrera. And I love that song. <laughs> Don't you love that song? You. Oh, I do love that song. Oh, it's I mean, great. it is. It's I was a wonderful sing, song. I was going to sing with it, but you know, you told me that I shouldn't sing anymore. So no, I think you should. I think you should do the Pina Colada song. The Pina. Uh, oh, I love. Do you know the Pina Colada song, Jenny? Yeah. You do. <laughs> sing, sing a little bit of that. If for you me. like Pina Colada. <laughs> do you like walking in the rain? I love that song. Great I just, song. I, 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 just, I love Pina Coladas too. You know, exactly. I like it without the alcohol. I just drink the coconut milk and the pineapple it, juice. It's, it's great. So, well, I hear Mike's sitting here going, "What the heck did I get myself into?" I want to welcome Mike Herrera to the show, and he is a transplant recipient. That means he's got a kidney. Yes. Can tell I us, have it, had, please? Tell us a little bit about yourself and. How long have you had this transplant? It's going on 10 years this August. I was very fortunate because I was on dialysis for only eight months. Well, um, well, tell us a little bit about your situation. And um, so are you dating now, Mike? Sort of. You know, but, uh, I'm, it's nothing. I don't have anybody that I'm going out to. But, but you, were, you, were, you were married, right? Yes, Mike? I was. And, uh, you know, the kidney you know, situation really <laughs> brought that to an end. No. I was, yes. I was working very hard. I was a high school teacher and teaching community college at night. And I had a younger wife who was f- finishing university. And uh, when I couldn't work and, you know, the bills and everything and uh, my blood pressure shot up and uh, I said some things that weren't so nice. (laughs) And and, more importantly, how young was this wife? uh, Let's see. I was uh, 44 when I got ill Mm -hmm. and she was 13 years younger. Oh, I thought you were going to say she was 13. No, no. <laughs> this would be a different program. No, 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 no. I was going to ask you, are you a Catholic priest, by the way? <laughs> so, yeah, so like I was 39 and she was 26 when we got married. So, uh-huh. yeah, like that. So, so what older. happened? So she just, once you got diagnosed with an illness, it wasn't just like that. It. No, yeah, well, it was, it was a little hard for her. Uh, the finances were difficult. She was a little bit on the depressive side. I was a little bit on the hypo side, and, and it just was kind of difficult. It didn't match. And it was yes, and, and, you know, instead of uh, perhaps like if we had a child, we might have been more reasonable. But we kind of went to our separate corners. It was difficult, and I, I it, without laying it all out, but during uh, difficult times, sometimes you don't always get loved the way you want to be loved. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's so true. And how long were you married? Did you say that? Uh, let's see. Uh, all told, seven years. So you've told me, Mike, that you want to meet somebody. Um, you want to uh, share your life with somebody. Um, what are you doing right now to actually meet people? And do you do you speed date? No, I don't. But I, <laughs> we were, like you were talking with Jenny and people, uh, we were saying about uh Practice dating. Mm-hmm. I do have old friends, you know, like uh, I, you know, and, uh, and we'll we'll go out, go to the theater. This Saturday, went to the Cherry Orchard to, uh, to see the Cherry Orchard, the classic play at the Music Center with my cousin, you know, and uh, it's 
she's a year or two older than I am, and it was like a date, but you know, it's you know, well, it's you, different. You, you you went on a date with your cousin? Yeah. Are you from the south? Or? <laughs> no, I knew, I knew you'd have some fun with it. That's why I threw it out there. I could have I could have said it differently. But no, it, it, to be honest, you have to it, practice date. I mean, if you but, don't practice, then we care for each other too, and uh, you know, and we didn't uh, grow up knowing each other real closely, so it's kind of getting to know each other too. So it's uh, that's a good thing. So yeah. So what are some different ways that you meet people nowadays? Well, I've gotten myself real busy. I've returned to law school. It's something I didn't finish when I was younger. I had a teaching career. So what? What are one of you, you know? What are your fears about dating? I mean, I, I always worry about I, it was my health with respect to my health too. You know, like uh, the, you meet somebody, and I've learned too. It's not the best thing to just blurt it out first exactly. thing. You know, because in, a, in another way though, that's kind of good too. Because then some people just you find out right away. But it, it's just uh, well, being it's a not transplanter, you don't really. Have to disclose that you're you have a catheter or no? You're on dialysis. You can't no. go out on a date. I that, mean, you you just lead a normal life. That's true. That is true. The only problem would be is if you know in the future it would be rejected. Yes, or something that like kind that. Of and, thing. and the reality is from your past marriage going through it where it didn't work and she didn't stay with you because yes. of your illness or some various yeah. issues that you may probably feel that it may happen again. But I want to know, Mike, yeah, what is your the, dream date? My dream date would be – I mentioned the theater. I love theater. I, I was an English major, taught English for many years, a uh, person that likes books, movies a lot, things like that. And, well, um, you know, we're here with Jenny and Mike, and, and I think it's important. I mean, Jenny, do you have anything that you'd like to tell Mike? Because I think he feels a little bit more apprehensive about the dating situation than you do. I think that <laughs> – well, she's carefree and young and has all the money in the world. Oh, yeah. And I fabulous wish. hair, by the way. Oh, I have thanks. to say your hair yeah, Your hair beautiful. is so much different than when I last saw you. Thanks. I wish I wish everybody could see it on the radio. I know. Yeah, I actually can... brushed my hair today. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Stephen's like, wow, she cleaned up. Yeah. And, and my, you know, one thing I wanted to ask, Mike, so I want to know, are you more concentrated on your medical condition and being healthy in life, or are you more concentrated on finding a mate? B- both right now. I've come out of that the crisis that I had that from 2003, mm-hmm. and I, I consider myself well right now. And, uh, you know, maybe I don't go thinking, oh, am I going to lose my kidney tomorrow or things exactly. like that. But it's just one of those things in the in, in the way back burner, you know. If, so I'm doing the best I can. But I, I am trying to get back into the the life cycle, so to speak, of uh, of regular living. And, you know, I am meeting people out here uh, in Los Angeles now that I'm out uh, in law school again and a new circle of friends. But it's kind of like at graduate school or even my teaching sometimes – uh, when I started, I was young, but I'm older than most of the people I associate with now. Exactly. So, well, you guys stay with us because when we come back, we're going to get the male and female perspective together in the same room. Watch out. <laughs> matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. Welcome back. We're here on Hot Date, Hot Night. No, no, we're here at Kidney Talk. Sorry. Yes. That's another program, right? Yes. So we're here with Jenny Huey and Mike Herrera. We're here with Jenny Huey and Mike Herrera. And I love Mike. (laughs) 
And uh, we're here. You know, I love that candy, Mike and Ike. That's why I keep thinking it. You know, with Mike and Ike, did you ever eat those? Yeah, sure, the movies. There is certainly an age difference here, and there's a big difference, you know. I think it's different uh, with somebody in their 20s and somebody in their 50s, you know. Uh, we're looking for different things, you know. So, uh, Jenny, are you looking to to date just for fun, or are you looking to date for a life partner? Both. Both. It's it's always good to be on the lookout. Right. <laughs> it would be nice to walk down the aisle one day. It's it's a romantic marriage. is a romantic theory. It's a nice theory, and hopefully one day I'll find somebody that I can share the rest of my life with. Hopefully, so you think with- of marriage as a theory? That's interesting. Well- <laughs> I th- I think I'm going to have to go some I, with Mike when you're thinking about your health and you're thinking about your future I, I think your I think your main concern is your health so like for me marriage is you know going to take a back burner so yes I it is romantic marriage is romantic and it would be nice to do it one day so, yeah. yeah, well, it is. It's difficult if you're, you know, you're anemic or, you know, you just don't feel well. And um, you're able to go out on a date, but you may not be able to go, you know, bike riding or something like that because you just don't feel up to it. And then, it, you know, what do you do when you're going out and you're dating? I mean, do you try to explain the diet, the special diet requirements that you have? Or you just pretend that you're kind of like Meg Ryan and just have... Wait, that, I don't know about that. <laughs> Where did Meg Ryan come up? <laughs> I just keep thinking of her ordering food, but she didn't order food on the movie. I feel so embarrassed. Now can you, can you reenact red. the scene, Lori? Can you oh reenact the scene from... Uh... I was thinking of, in my head, I was thinking of a movie where two people were ordering food, and she actually didn't order food. Anyways, I'm going to stop there because I'm turning bright red. Um, and Mike, what about you? Do you do you uh, do, know? Is there any dietary restrictions for yes, transplanters? Yes. What is the dietary restriction for well, transplant? It's basically low fat, the mocha and stuff like that. But I I kind of keep myself uh, prepared. I, I know the dialysis diet and uh, keep myself uh, aware that I may be going towards that. So I try to eat towards that. So you actually, um, I mean, do you, has your doctor told you that you're going to be on dialysis again in the near future, or do you just prepare yourself in your mind? I've done it in my mind. Well, you know, I mean, it's interesting. It's just a comment, but do you think that that's actually a a good idea to prepare it? Because sometimes what we think about, in my opinion, could possibly happen. Yes, I hear what you're saying there. I have a question to ask. Have you guys ever had a crush on one of your healthcare professionals? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, have you? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How about oh, you, do Jenny? do tell. Do tell. <laughs> now, this is the juicy maybe, part. Enough yes. talk about kidneys. Let's get to the gossip. Maybe there's, maybe there's some absolutely. new dating show, Patients yeah. Who Need Healthcare. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Actually, there's a lot of patients who, who marry their healthcare professionals. Really? So it's tell us your story. Well, who, are you, who, who was it? Well, I cared for my renal social worker. She was really nice. But, you know, it was like I really liked her, you know, but I didn't cross the line. You didn't like her like her. You liked her. Yeah, but I really liked her, you know, but I I realized, what you know, the difference of what. Did you make up, like, emotional problems to get to talk to her more? (laughs) You got to know them. Um, What about you, Jenny? There's been a few. A few? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I've been dealing with this since I was two. It's going to happen. So it started with, like, with your pediatrician? <laughs> no. No, it came much later. Um, my One of my um, kidney surgeons and my vascular surgeon and... 
All they had she to do was have a doctor in front of their name, <laughs> and she's again. there. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? <laughs> um, but yeah, you. Some of them are really nice, and they're just. Um, I just remember. Well, one's still my surgeon, and I can't help but get googly eyed when I see him. So <laughs> I know when um, I had both of my knees replaced um, a year and a half ago. So you're and like I the bionic t- woman. I am. I bu- got you know buy one get one free, and I have to tell you, my surgeon was so darn handsome that um and his bedside manner was great and you know they're getting younger and younger too the doctors i don't know what's happening Lori, Lori, honey you are getting older and older (laughs) and you know it's true i had a crush when i got my third transplant i had the biggest crush and he's a nephrologist and he he knows this This is a well-known fact Dr. DeFlo. He's in Fresno right now. I had the biggest oh, crush Dr. on Dr. DeFlo in Fresno. Exactly. Mm. He works in Fresno, but he was uh, uh, the attending physician at UCLA. And, you know, he was taking care of me. I mean, it was just, I mean, I was like, oh, my God, is Dr. DeFlo going to be here this weekend? <laughs> you know, um, I really look forward to him coming and, and, and visiting me at the end of the day. Wow. So um, I think it probably is more common. Yeah. I have a really unusual circumstance because I've been in dialysis now for about three weeks, and I am getting really attracted to the actual machine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? As much fun as we're having, we got to say goodbye because we're running out of time. Um, I think next week we're going to have rock star Peter Quay from the Kinks. Oh, my God. The the Kinks. Kinks. What's your favorite Kinks song? She doesn't she's know young. it. She's, she's too, too young. young. Yeah. What about you? She's really got yeah, me really going. She's, she's got me going. going. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. All right, yeah, enough yeah, of my singing. Everyone tells it. me to yeah, shut yeah. up. Yeah. So, so anyway, everybody, well, goodbye. So we had a great time. We're going to try to get Mike and uh, Jenny married before next week. All right? <laughs> anyway, stay healthy, everybody. Yeah, this is Stephen first. Thank you, and this is Lori Hartwell. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Astellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information. And remember, we can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our healthcare team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference.